right. Still looking for a receiver. Breaks through a tackle and he's got a seam. Down the sideline, touchdown Michigan. And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's it? And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. This Pandora's Lunchbox show is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. There's a lot going on in Michigan, in Southeast Michigan, especially in Ann Arbor. The Ann Arbor Film Festival coming up next week. Got a lot to talk about today. But first of all, I want to mention the rubber chickens because in Grand Rapids about an hour ago, they had a rubber chicken toss. They're trying to set a record for the most rubber chickens thrown up into the air at the same time. Laugh Fest is the event in Grand Rapids. It's actually pretty huge. If you're not familiar with it, lots and lots of comedians from around the country, lots of events in Grand Rapids for about a week. The Laugh Fest kicks off with a rubber chicken toss and what wouldn't kick off with a rubber chicken toss, you know. They set the record in 2011, this event did, with 925 rubber chickens tossed in the air, but as it turned out, that record was broken by, let's see, a church in Canada, because what church would not toss rubber chickens in the air, really, with 999 rubber chickens. So here's what they did today at 5.30. They attempted to set a Guinness World Records mark for the largest rubber chicken toss. The first 1,200 participants, 1,200 got a rubber chicken to toss, if you didn't just happen to own one already. And the event, actually, Laugh Fest, is in honor of the memory of comedian Gilda Radner, who died of ovarian cancer in 1989. Proceeds and donations from the festival support free emotional health care programs offered for children and adults living with cancer and grief through, through Gilda's Club Grand Rapids. Gilda Radner also was a WCBN weather announcer in the 60s, so there's a definitely a local connection to that, too. But I'm trying to find out if the rubber chicken record was was won and if the old record was tossed. <laughs> right. So in the meantime, I've brought my own plastic chicken. I didn't actually get time to find a rubber chicken, but I have a plastic one. In solidarity, I'm going to toss this and then we're going to hear a song about chicken or being chicken. Last week, what did we what did we hear about chicken? We heard a song by the meters about chicken and that was entitled uh chicken strut well i got another chicken song and it's pretty funky nonetheless even though it's not the meters it's pretty awesome here we go tossing the rubber chicken followed by sliding the family stone with a song called chicken look out <laughs> Free. 
I tell you, that was funky. That was Sly and the Family Stone and Chicken from their somewhat overlooked album, Life, that came out in late 1968. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. My name is Mike. This is a show about food and culture. And it's a big thing coming up in Ann Arbor. It's the Ann Arbor Film Festival. It's starting next Tuesday. Very exciting. And I have just a few references to food I can tell you about relating to the Ann Arbor Film Festival. But first of all, a little bit about the festival. It's taking place at the Michigan Theater. And it is the 54th Ann Arbor Film Festival, one of the longest-running independent film festivals in the country. Narrative films, experimental films, all kinds of films, very short films, long films, in-between films. If you've never been to the Ann Arbor Film Festival, it might be unlike anything you've ever seen before, and you might be quite enlightened. I know that when I go there, I'm, it's, it's just interesting. It's surprising. It's, it's a, quite an event. It really is quite an event. A lot of influential filmmakers have shown there, and influential filmmakers are showing there this time around. Just a quick snapshot of one of the things that they're going to show at the Film Fest will be at Saturday morning at 11, Films in Competition ages... Six and plus films in this programs are selected with kids six and up in mind regarding attend regarding content and attention span. It says because you know content and attention span. Nonetheless, these films are appropriate for kids of all ages. And some of the films are called We Can't Live Without Cosmos. There's one called Liquid Solid. There's one called Thoth in the Kaleidoscope UFO. These are all on Saturday morning at 11 a.m. That's next, not this weekend, but the following weekend. The film festival itself begins next Tuesday and goes through the following Sunday, March 15th through the 20th. Now, not all films are necessarily for kids, but there are a lot of films that are for a lot of people and can teach a lot of people about a lot of things. And a lot of interesting techniques are used. A lot of interesting subjects are covered. Some films are very moving. Some films are very, very hilarious. 
a variety of things. I want to mention a couple of food references that I found, though, in the Ann Arbor Film Festival listing. On Wednesday, March 16th at 8.30 p.m., it's going to be films in competition, a bunch of different films. One of them is going to be called Fish Point by Pablo Mazzolo. The seven-minute film is an impressionist kinetic exploration through the natural landscape of Fish Point, the provincial nature reserve on Pelee Island, which is in Ontario. It's about a two-hour drive from here. That is Fish Point. On Thursday, March 17th at 5.30 p.m., a showing of films by uh, Kurt McDowell, who lived from 1945 to 1987. His legacy, his legendary body of work, is widely life-affirming, body, tender, often hilarious, sassy, and frequently penetrating. These are restored 6mm, 16mm films by Kurt McDowell. One of them is called Wieners and Buns Musical, and it's 13 and a half minutes. Wieners and Buns Musical. I don't really know if that's about food. I really just don't know. But that's all at the Ann Arbor Film Festival. A lot of stuff, if you go through the website, aafilmfest.org, there's a bunch of stuff going on, a bunch of after parties at drinkeries and eateries around town. So there's a food connection and there's a culture connection. It's just a big happening. So if you can make it, if you can make at least one of the showings, please do. That's at the Michigan Theater on Liberty Street. Now, as you may know, the producer for The Beatles passed away. George Martin died at the age of 90. And I heard a lovely tribute on Short Stack this morning on WCBN. I'd like to take a moment to play one of his songs, if the CD player will be so kind as to do that for me. It's looking a little bit... Oh, here we go. It's going to do this now. This is from the White Album. This is a song kind of about food. This is Glass Onion, and afterwards, a little note on something that George Martin rejected and used this instead for at. So here's uh, the completed version of Glass Onion and then another note after this. I told you about strawberry peels You know the place where nothing is real Well here's another place you can go
always found that ending to Glass Onion by the Beatles beautifully haunting. That is the, of course, actual album version from the album called The Beatles, also known as The White Album. Thank you, George Martin, for the music. He died at the age of 90 not long ago. And I want to take a moment to play a little bit from an earlier version of Glass Onion, which appears on The Beatles' anthology. Says here... This mix, a mono mix, was recorded on September 26, 1968, encompassing sound effects compiled by John Lennon for his song, a telephone, an organ note, the smashing of glass, and the then BBC TV soccer commentator Kenneth Wolstenholm acclaiming it's a goal over the sound of a roaring crowd. George Martin was on holiday at the time he heard the mix on his return and suggested a different approach. He scored the song for string arrangement which we heard recorded on October 10th, 1968, which rendered this mix and the FX ideas redundant and the tape to the vault shelf labeled Do Not Use. So this is the tail end of the Do Not Use version of Glass Onion. It's a goal. It's a goal. It's a goal. Is this the sports program again? Wait. What? Who? It's quarter to seven. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. My name is Mike. A show about food and culture and waiter, there's food in my culture. Coming up at seven, face the music with Arlulf. Another wonderful show coming up of music from primarily the first half of the 20th century, sometimes just a little bit of the 19th century, which is even more amazing. If you're interested in the Ann Arbor Film Festival coming up March 15th to the 20th, here's a little taster, if you're interested. Coming up this week, the Detroit Institute of Arts has a film festival of Italian films. Screenings begin on Friday, March 18th. Oh, that's next week. Excuse me. If you're going to the Ann Arbor Film Festival, here's another thing you can do at the same time, which is exactly what I meant to say. These screenings begin on Friday, March 18th at the DIA with Rocco and his brothers, an epic tale of the dramatic events that befall a family traveling to Milan to begin a new life. Assunta Spina on Saturday, March 19th is a rare 1915 silent film about a woman in Naples who falls in love with a jealous butcher. The weekend concludes with Federico Fellini's Roma on Sunday, March 20th. The festival is called the Italian Film Festival USA slash Detroit. It actually opens going back a little. Into, oh, actually, hold on a second. This is another festival. I can't keep up. This is at the Detroit Film Theater. On Wednesday, March 30th, we're going to see a film at the DIA. You can go see a film called Noi, sorry, Noi e la Juila, and I totally massacred that pronunciation, and I'm sorry. It tells the story of Claudio, Diego, Elsa, and Fausto, who dream of opening a beautiful bed and breakfast in the countryside, which also turns out to be a mafia hangout where business is never as usual. Don't you hate that? The film will be on Wednesday, March 30th at 7 p.m. It is a movable feast of films all over southeast Michigan. It's really amazing. Ann Arbor Film Fest from the 15th to the 20th, and these films I've just told you about at the Detroit Institute of Arts and the Detroit Film Theater. I think we need another song, you know, Louis Jordan does a song called Onion, but it's an instrumental. So I kind of thought 
this actually reflects my mood and perhaps yours. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. Here's Louis Jordan. I know a chef in Albuquerque who excels in bacon turkey. So when I want turkey, I go to Albuquerque because I'm such a hungry man. There is a cook in East St. Louis who makes the most delicious chop suey. So when I want chop suey, I go to East St. Louis because I'm such a hungry man. Duncan Hines, he ain't got nothing on me. I've been known to drive alone to Butte, Montana to get a banana split. They got a fish house in Old Pawtucket that serves you steamed clams in a bucket. So for clams in a bucket, I go to Old Pawtucket cause I'm such a hungry man. I take a train to downtown Philly where I eat scrapple till I get silly. Eat a lot there of the pepper pot they got there Cause I'm such a hungry man I often fly up to the main coast To get broiled lobster with some plain toast To keep from being melancholy I munch a Mexican tamale Cause I'm such a hungry man Shish kebab, that's one of my favorite snacks Nothing beats a piece of pizza out in Laguna. I get my tuna fish. I met a gal in Tucumcari, and she's the one I plan to marry. Now she was fat and not good looking, but when she started cooking, I'm such a hungry man. To get a banana split, I met a gal in Tucumcari, and she's the one I plan to marry. Now she was fat and not good looking, but when she started cooking, that's where love began. Cause I'm such a hungry man. Yes, I am. Yes, he is. Yes, you are. We are hungry, and that's why we are here. What does that mean? This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food, and I'm trying to find out more about whether the, um, are these rubber chickens? They're surrounding me again? Oh, boy. So as I was mentioning earlier, there was a rubber chicken toss in Grand Rapids about an hour and a half ago now, trying to find out if they set a world record. They were trying to toss at least 1,200 rubber chickens in the air because originally Gilda's Laugh Fest, which is named after and in dedication to Gilda Radner, 
set a record for tossing rubber chickens in the air. They did that back in 2011. And what happened then was that they tossed 925 rubber chickens in the air. A church in Canada tossed 999 rubber chickens. Today, they tried to toss more. I don't know the answer as to whether that worked or not. I'm, I just don't know. But this is a serious program and we must move along. Here's a food-oriented event coming up at the DIA this weekend, the Detroit Institute of Arts, a puppet performance called Lollipops for Breakfast. Yum. That's this Sunday at 2 p.m. A marvelous confection of friendship, invention, and adventure. Friendship, invention, and adventure. Adventure. Lollipops for breakfast follows Sylvie and her trusty pet bird in their quest for the perfect homemade lollipop. Accompanied with live music, Bonnie Duncan blends puppetry, dance, and physical theater into a touchingly funny production for the whole family. That's on the first level of the lecture hall at the Detroit Institute of Arts this Sunday at 2 p.m., a puppet performance called Lollipops for Breakfast. Also, you ought to know, another symbol of Ann Arbor, much like the Ann Arbor Film Fest coming up next Tuesday through Sunday, is very representative of what it is to be in Ann Arbor. So is Dominic's. Spring is in fact coming. The weather kind of suggests it and then doesn't suggest it. And then it does suggest it again, but it's all very confusing. But Dominic's is open at 812 Monroe Street in Ann Arbor. It's a place that kind of symbolizes spring and summer, doesn't it? So that's very exciting. Meanwhile, in Flint, there's some money to help people who are dealing with their problems over there with the contaminated water. And this is another eatery in Flint. This is a bakery. This is from the Flint Journal a Flint bakery that closed last month after its gas and electricity were shut off has reopened after a roughly $12,000 fundraising effort. The Flint Journal reports the Balkan Bakery reopened last week. That sounds really delicious. The bakery owner says a GoFundMe campaign that a customer started helped her pay the outstanding bill to get gas and electric services restored. The Balkan Bakery's financial woes actually began around 2000, And the owner points to the decrease in Genesee County's population over the years and the lack of small business support as reasons for the bakery's troubles. Flint's recent crisis with lead-tainted water didn't help matters with the owner using bottled water, another expense, and water brought in by employees from the suburbs. And the owner says she was really surprised by and grateful for the support. So the Flint Bakery called the... Balkan Bakery has reopened after a fundraising effort that is very good to hear. Meanwhile, Verizon has paid $1.4 million of fine over its super cookie. I don't know if that's a world record size for a super cookie, but um, that's something we're going to have to explore later on. In the meantime, also happening tonight at the White House, a state dinner with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. And here's what's on the here's what's on the menu: a Colorado lamb main course, drizzled with Canadian whiskey, and toasted Texas pecans, New England maple syrup featured in the dessert cake. Guests also picking picking from an assortment of petite pastries with American and Canadian influences as part of a sugar sculpture that was inspired by the Rocky Mountains. Dinner will be served in the White House East Room and and will be the ritzy conclusion to Trudeau's official U.S. visit. And isn't that exciting? Yes, it is. So that's happening at the White House. 
And in the meantime, another piece of Maple news, members of Congress from Maple-producing states, including Vermont and Michigan, are joining industry groups in calling on the Food and Drug Administration to investigate and take action against products that claim to contain maple syrup but don't, according to their ingredient lists. 31 members of Congress from the Northeast and Upper Midwest signed a letter sent to the FDA commissioner today. They say that the problem is that this hurts the premium reputation of of pure maple syrup and maple producers who lose markets and income. The FDA FDA says it will review, review the letter and respond to the petitioner. Something you need to know. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike wrapping up here. Just a reminder, Ann Arbor Film Festival is next week, March 15th to the 20th. Inspiring films, films about food and all kinds of other things. I've been Mike for a while. It's been pretty good to do that. I'll I'll try to be for a little while longer, though next week, Arwolf will help us to face the Pandora Lunchbox, the Lunchbox of Pandora. Arwolf will be filling in for me. Thank you, Arwolf, in advance for that. And stay tuned for all of us. Face the music in just a moment. In the meantime, one more song by Louis Jordan. Louis Jordan and I often have difficulty deciding how to say that wonderful man's name, but there it is. This is Louis Jordan and his Timpani Five from a collection of songs from 1949 to 1950. This is Lemonade, reminding us that spring and summer are around the corner. Yes, I think I hear the plastic chicken speaking. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. You're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Never, ever stop listening. That only drinks lemonade Yes, I'm looking for a chick That only drinks lemonade I haven't found one yet But I've been told that a few was made Now you know the type And I know them too They stand at the bar drinking 10 cent brew You ask them what they're drinking Though you already know They'll say whiskey every time To make you spin your dough That's why I'm looking for a gal That only drinks lemonade I haven't found one yet But I've been told that a few was made I met a gal I thought was so fine I begged her to please, please, baby, be mine I took her out one Thursday night She got two shots of joy juice and was ready to fight That's why I'm looking for a gal That only drinks lemonade I haven't found one yet But I've been told that a few was made
too powerful for a woman's frame. It'll make some simple and it makes other chicks insane. It can make a girl weigh in 104. Feel so powerful she'll think she could even whip Joe. This I know to be a solid fact. Cause I fell for one a little while back. She was so sweet at the start of the night. But after two drinks, was nothing right. That's why I'm looking for a chick that only drinks lemonade. I'm tired of being broke the day after I get paid. Very nice. And unless we're terribly mistaken, that was Wild Bill Davis playing the organ behind Louis Jordan. He also played piano on quite a number of Louis' records, judging from the little discography in this very exciting set. I'm so glad that Mike invested in the, uh, the Louis Jordan mothership archive, as it were. And he keeps bringing it down here and playing tracks for you on Thursday nights on Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. This is student-run, truly alternative, very, uh, at times, hyper-creative radio from the University of Michigan, community outreach type of radio. Uh, No commercials, no uh, NPR consultants, no corporate funding. In fact, the... uh, vast majority of the dollars that keep this place going come from you. So thank you. It's 7 o'clock and time for Face the Music. This is a core sample of musical artifacts generally from the first half of the 20th century. And tonight I wanted to coordinate this show since there's so much discord in, in our country right now. And, in fact, a a lot of what's going on, I can't even bear to listen to mainstream media anymore anyway on a a regular basis. Now it's really getting hard. It's so discordant and out of tune with reality that I thought it'd be nice if I just uh, called this show tonight A Handful of Keys. And most of these songs here are going to have key signatures in the titles. There will also be a few numbers I think you'll notice right away. They're just running up and down the scales and trying to have a good time together. But I want to start with Handful of Keys. This is the famous piano solo recorded by Thomas Fats Waller in March of 1929. You want to feel better? Come on and feel better with me. Let's feel better together. Face the music. (laughs) 